Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's 8pm here on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. Uh, my name is Ben Ward. Mr. Johan Oskarsson sits nearby. That's me. Uh, it is you. I'm glad we're not dealing with any sort of identity crises. It's not yet. Not yet. The night is no, young. The night is young. Um, this is Eclectic Kettle. We'll be here till 10pm tonight. Um, it is a very... I'm extremely excited about tonight's show, partly because if you were or weren't listening last week, you'll know that we've announced that at the end of November, Eclectic Kettle will be coming to an end um, after four years. So there's a little bit of uh, uh, just excitement to do the show a lot um, before we before we cool time on it. Uh, but much more so and more relevantly, uh, this week we got to interview and speak with Mr. Griff Rees, uh, lead singer of Super Free Animals, uh, who's currently touring the US and will be in San Francisco playing next week. We have an interview with him that we will be playing you a good chunk of later on. For now, though, we're going to start the show. Um, this is FFS. It's from Deaf Wish. And uh, we're here till 10. Thanks for joining us. Good evening. Lovers 
and the cabin doors close Cruising altitude and then the drinks are served You're not there drinking white wines complimentary You're not popping Valiums, you're not watching the free movies Our trips come to an end Some of them never begin You're mine, you're mine, I'm yours Torn between two lovers You're mine, you're mine, I'm yours Can't have either or the other You're mine, you're mine, I'm yours Be okay with remember they're kissing that day It's only work you know we've all gotta get paid Not sure I'm ready for that but I'm sure I'm ready to change What do pleasures of the flesh mean anyway? We're all growing old on decay You're mine, you're mine, I'm yours Torn between two lovers You're mine, you're mine, I'm yours Can't have either or the other You're mine, you're mine, I'm yours Jane Grace and the Devouring Mothers. Um, that was the airplane song from their record Bought to Rot. Um, <clears throat> before that, we played FFS, which is from Death Wish uh, on the record Lithium Zion. You listen to Eclectic Kettle here on BFF.FM. Uh, Mr. Johan Oskarsson. Yes. How are you? Good, yeah. I'm enjoying this, the, the final few weeks of your show. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's all right, right? I think so. I, uh, should I do a plug for my, my final show? Uh yeah sure let's uh, get let's, it out of the way. let's get all of the all of the doom and naysaying just up up front well I, I, that might continue after this as well but sure um yeah my show on Friday night 11 p.m. uh 1.21 gigawatts has been on the air for 100 episodes on Friday uh, and that's uh, when we call it quits seems like a good good round number 83 hours of music I think we played according to Spotify. Uh, which I think is pretty decent. Hang on. If you did 100 episodes? Yeah. Oh, because you talked in between the songs. Well, yeah, I yeah, talked okay. in between. And I think that is only the regular episodes. We did a few specials where we just went, you know, completely off the rails. And I, I excluded, excluded excluded those in the final count. Okay. Yeah. I was going to think, wow, so 20% talk rate. Actually, that's that's actually probably about right. Yeah. Like... If we, you know, every time we do Kettle, we mm-hmm. stack up about 90 minutes of music and 
uh, allow half an hour talking. So we we work on a we yeah we work on about a twenty five percent. Yeah. Um, I talked blather, less blathering less and, ratio. I think I talked less and less the longer I did it. Like episode ninety nine is just kind of mumbling the songs and then just let's get let's play the music instead. <laughs> so depends. Yeah. Um. All right, and so. Andres, do you hear that buzzing in your ears? I do, yeah. Hmm, interesting. We'll we'll see if it's on there as well. Yeah, eh, it's probably fine. Um, oh, it's not, but whatever. It'll only be it's only during the bits where we're talking, which we should, <laughs> which we guarantee will be a mere twenty five percent of yeah, the show tonight. Exactly. Actually, tonight it will be less because the interview with uh, Griff Reese is pre recorded, mm-hmm. and while it does include my voice, it includes different background noise uh so it's fine don't if you're hearing a small buzzing don't worry we'll try and keep it brief for you mm-hmm. um so uh you uh you've hopefully done done the co-host thing yeah. and picked some music to play i did yeah uh, what do you want to tell us about what you've chosen tonight um so we have like uh, some some sort of a kraut rock psychrock sandwich um starting out with a uh, couple of uh, krauty songs and then uh, a few um way too young british women singing about sadness and then goes back <laughs> into this sort of more uh, psychedelic rocky space rock thing towards the end there uh that sounds excellent um what are you gonna have for us first uh the first track is by a swedish band called goat and the song is called let it burn
That beautiful song was from Kikagaku Moyo. That's my best Japanese pronunciation. They are a uh, band from Tokyo, started in 2012. Uh, the song is called Dripping Sun, and the album is called Masana Temples. Um, they uh, are uh, one in a long list of bands on this set that oh, they played in the area recently. This is uh, played at Starline about a week ago or so. Um, I did see them a couple years ago at uh, the Independence, and it was a very good show, so... Um, I should, probably should have bought tickets this time around as well. Oh well. Um, before that, uh, Minami Deutsch, uh, another Japanese band. Uh, apparently Minami is Japanese for South, so the name is South Germany, I guess. Uh, I'm assuming that is uh, some sort of crap rock reference that I don't, don't quite get. Um, the song is called Tunnel, and the album is With Dim Light. Um, I haven't been able to see any U.S. tour dates. They did uh, tour in the in Europe earlier this year, so maybe they'll be in the U.S. soonish. We'll we'll see. Uh, and uh, the the first one there was called Let It Burn. Uh, the uh, band is Goat, a Swedish weird sort of I don't know collective wearing funny masks and stuff. Um, Good stuff. Is that, is, that a, is that a genre? That, I think that is. I think that is a genre now, if if not before. Um, I like. I, I I liked all of that. Thank you. Um, I particularly at the end of the uh, goat, the sort of very cinematic sort of string coda there was mm-hmm. delightful. Yeah, it's very good. Um, excellent, excellent stuff. You are listening to Eclectic Kettle here on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Uh, my name is Ben Ward. Johan Oskarsson sits alongside me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like an arm's an arm and a bit's distance away. At sort of 7 o'clock. Uh, 7.30. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'll buy it. Um, <laughs> you'll, 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 you'll buy this uh, broken watch I'm trying to sell you? Yeah. Uh, excellent. It's, it's right once or maybe even twice a day. Uh, maybe, yeah. yeah. If uh, so long as so long as we make it through the day, I th- yeah, I think so. Which is we'll be fine, you know. Open, open question when we wake up these days. This is true. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> we're here till ten p.m. probably, and um, the, let's get the music going because, uh, as we mentioned, we have um, an interview with uh, Mr. Griffries of Super Fairy Animals uh, coming up. And obviously, it's going to take up a whole chunk of time in the show, which means our budgeting for how much music are we actually going to be able to play. Utterly out the window. We don't do this very often. I would like to do a lot more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been thinking about... I don't want to... So we mentioned uh, Eclipse Kettle's going to come uh, to an end uh, at the end of November. Um, I will be doing a new show. Um, hopefully keeping the same time slot unless someone, you know, poaches it from under me uh, in a sort of bloody, bloody hostile coup, mm-hmm. which... I mean, we haven't... I don't think we've had one of those at BFF.FM. Not um, yet. You could be the first. Could be the first. Mm. Um, I'd, I'd prefer not to be. Your head on, on the stake. I mean, uh, certainly not on the receiving end. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, taking taking someone else down. Um, this is you know, getting violent so soon. It's, I mean, I don't know. It's, there's, there's a... The schedule, the schedule is nearly full, so competition for shows oh, yeah, is, is ramped up. Anyway, um, insurrection notwithstanding... Uh, I am intended to start a new show, uh, which I am going to carry out and say, actually, my intention with the last few, you know, with these last handful of Eclectic Kettles is not to talk about my new show too much. Like, I don't, 
you know, the purpose of the purpose of taking uh, six weeks to finish Kethel is not to promote the new show. Um, you need a new PR agent if that's not your goal. I do. You think that should be one of the things I should have a staff? Yeah, I think so. Four oh. or five people. That's uh, full time. That sounds fairly expensive, mm-hmm. uh, frankly. Um, yeah, anyway, there's also a limited amount I can talk about because uh, I don't actually know what it's going to be called yet, which yeah. is a key step in marketing. Yep. Um, but uh, one of the things I do... I, I had I had a genuinely really nice time doing this interview. Um, and even though Griff is one of my sort of heroes, frankly, um, I will say I think I actually kept it together and did not completely squee uh, throughout the entire thing just for the fact I was talking to him. Yep. Which might just be because I'm a 34-year-old man and uh, actually there's a certain point where you just get enough of a handle on yourself to not do that. Yeah. Um, I think back to... Uh, I used to do some interviews... Uh, for the school, uh, for the university newspaper, when mm. I was a student, they were fucking terrible. It was just um, me from both sides, or just um, no. The other, I mean, I don't know. In- interviewing, interviewing Aqualung was quite hard work. Uh, I was going to do the the drama out of Keen mm-hmm. uh, back when they were breaking through. He was really lovely, mm. um, but I, I, I the, the, no, I was, I was just, I was whatever I was like. 20 years old and thought that this was an exercise to demonstrate how fucking clever I could be um, which obviously is the absolute opposite thing right uh, that you're supposed to do yeah um, made a lot of friends um not I mean it, I didn't you know I didn't fuck it up that badly ah, good, uh, but good. but yeah it was it was not and, and as it turns out I found one of those recordings and I have it with me here <laughs> we're gonna play it now that would be that would be weird because they were they were recorded onto physical tapes yeah I've been and in then your were, apartment and then were written up ah. onto on, into a magazine I see uh, they were never the audio was never shared ah bummer uh, admittedly don't know what happened to the tape hmm. don't remember actually destroying it so maybe yeah but I don't know I don't know that you know audio evidence of um, a young person being pretentious is is that scandalous fair enough um, could be worse could you know i don't think that's gonna i don't, I don't think that's gonna be the thing that takes me down <laughs> what, uh, what will the be the thing that takes you down i mean probably the bloody coup for airtime oh, yeah, that's that's, true. that's that's probably it right if we think if we're, if we're being honest yeah um yeah speaking of yes oh airtime yeah and not filling it right right Excellent idea. Nice, smooth. Um, Yes, we're going to play some more music. Um, And the next track is from Fiddler. It's called... Excuse me. That's not what it's called. That's me being extremely polite on the air because I respect you, audience. Um, And um, the track is called Can't You See? You're listening to Eclatic Kettle on BFF.fm. Selling jeans that I bought last week, last week, 
last week That was so last week Now I need a new thing, new thing, new thing Can I get your name? I can do your thing Hostage from the start Grab your gun and turn it out 
streets Into the streets where all the guns hide I committed no crime They threw me no line Just threw me out the club Just threw me out the club Into the darkest alley They threw me out the club They threw me out the club Into the darkest alley They threw me to the wolves They proceeded to rip me apart They threw me to the sea Into the path of the hammerhead sharks I committed no crime They threw me no lie Just threw me out the club Just threw me out the club Into the darkest alley They threw me out the club They threw me out the club Into the darkest alley Listen to Eclectic Kettle here on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Uh, we played a few things for you there too. That was Can't You See? It's from uh, Fiddler. Uh, it's on the record Almost Free on Mum Report Records. We played Crackadoodle. Um, that's from Goat Girl on their self titled album. 
And we played The Club. That is the uh, second track on Griff Reese's new album, uh, Bappelsburg. And uh, I think, as as well as uh, almost anything on that record, illustrates the uh, lush, sort of 60s-evoking string production uh, that goes throughout that record. Um and uh, we got a chance to talk to him a little bit about that, as well as about his upcoming show um, here in San Francisco. Uh, sure. Johan, do you have any questions before we press play? I have many questions. What night is he playing and where? He will be playing, this is actually covered in the recording, ah. but he will be playing October 23rd, next Tuesday. I see. And if you stay listening, uh, we will tell you how you can win uh, one of two pairs of tickets for that show uh and uh we'll be giving giving them away here on the show and on bff.fm all week long um but now uh this is um excerpts from uh my interview with uh mr griff reese uh and uh, can't quite remember where i cut this in so um enjoy and you're in dc now yeah we on the way to dc we've just driven past Baltimore and I'm sat in the van and we're headed down down the road to Washington and we were just discussing the Washington anti-grid system. How how long have you been on tour now? Is it just, just about a week over here? Yeah, we've been in North America about a week. We did a couple of Canadian shows and we're just uh, heading down the East Coast. And then we're going to um, start to go west after tonight. Very excited to um, to hit the west coast. And, you know, the set will be... Um, I can't wait to see, where, you know, how the set will have developed by then. And we've been, uh, we've been rehearsing some new material on the road as well, so it's... It's quite exciting and it's changing every night. And, oh, that's uh, great! Yeah, so looking forward to uh, bringing it, bringing it to the chapel. Yeah, and you because you played the chapel last time you played solo. Cause I think the the Super Fairies were in town a couple of years ago. I think that was actually you played the Super Fairies played on my birthday two years ago, which I appreciate very much. Oh wow! Uh, that was oh, a. That was a nice present for me. Um, but um, uh, yeah, you toured American Interior two years before that, also at the chapel. Do you have particular memories of the venue? Yeah, it was my favourite show of that tour. Um, I started introducing historical reenactments mm-hmm. into, into my shows. And I think that's, that was the high point of uh, that endeavour. It was particularly memorable at the chapel. It was um, so much fun. People really kind of got involved. <laughs> I think there was quite quite a few people on stage, but then uh, they were taking a, <laughs> a role of um, various historical characters from the 1790s. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything you're because I guess you're only going to be in town for a day, but is there anything you're looking forward to seeing in San Francisco when you make it? Yeah, the, I mean, 
Aisley up on the mission there. I'll be say I'll probably there's some good galleries and stuff. Uh, Risha Three is up there. And um, I'll, I'll go and see if they've got something on. Mm-hmm. And uh, some, uh, yeah, lots of interesting things in that area. I've never been to the LSD museum, you know, might might do that. <laughs> I wanted to chat to you a little bit about, about the new record, um, which yeah. obviously is right here. Um, something I really admire is that each of your solo records over the years has a pretty unique vibe. Um, there's some, you know, they 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 really seem to stand out from one another. Uh, this one's been really widely praised for the string arrangements. Do you approach each project with an intention to find something that's so new and different? Um, yeah, inevitably, I, you know, I, it's something I, um, yeah, I want every, every album to have a, a distinct character. Um, you know, I, I suppose my ambition with this record is to try and make a whole album of the same from the same palette and um, try and stick to that um, and, and not kind of go off onto many tangents mm-hmm. in a way. Um, but that's my downside in the studio is I, I get overexcited. I mean, and I suppose songwriting is quite uh, a slow moving medium. So, you know, I'm, I'm worried about writing the same song over and over again. So mm-hmm. I try and find a way of keeping it new for myself at least. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's not a particularly experimental record, but I'm, you know, I, I, I hope lyrically it engages a bit, you know, with the, with the present days. I was, I was actually back home in the UK a few weeks ago and I, I caught a little bit of your uh, interview on the BBC with Mark Radcliffe. And oh, yeah. he um, you you remarked there talking a little bit about how he sort of said, Oh, it's a it's a darker record and, and you you pointed out that actually with the with the arrangements with the strings it, it comes out sounding actually quite uplifting and optimistic. When you started yeah. did you did you th- did you have any idea you wanted it to end up like that? Did you have to be persuaded to go in that direction, or did it sort of reveal itself to you? I just got a call from uh, a producer called Ali Chan to Bristol, um, who I'd recorded with previously, I, and he just mentioned, you know, if I wanted to make any recordings, the, uh, 
the studio's been knocked down. Yeah. In a few weeks. Um, and so uh, I'd played some of this material with uh, Cliff and Steve, the players on the record, uh, at the previous tour. And um, Oshan has played piano on my previous two albums now. And uh, I, you know, we, we rehearsed a bunch of songs that have been put together. I went to the studio for a few days. Um, and it, it was always my intention to add a certain amount of arrangements. Coincidentally, I was working with a composer called Stephen McNeff. I was writing some lyrics for him mm-hmm. for a different project. And I sat in on one of the recording sessions um, which was incredible, you know. Um, the songs are intimate, that they're pretty much live takes for the most part. And I have the vocal. And, um, but, but not to an extreme. Um, and then uh, Stephen arranged orchestral element and they played live to the to the recordings the previous recordings oh interesting um, so it was um, although there's a lot going on it's they're kind of fairly simply recorded in a way um, and not particularly polished um, <laughs> I, you know I could have uh, there's still some damage in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really interesting because I was going to ask, given that you're now back on tour and you're not going to fit a 72-piece orchestra into the chapel, although I would like to see that, um, whether there's been any sort of change to the music or evolution of what you're doing, sort of scaling it back down again to play it as a tour. Yeah, it's, it's the same band that played on the record. I suppose the, the challenge with mixing the album was fitting a symphony orchestra <laughs> into what a kind kind of very intimate songs, mm. intimately recorded songs, and um, so we had to kind of tone down the scale of it sometimes. Um, uh, so it, it sounds remarkably full. Uh, Oshan's piano parts kind of the space to the point where we don't need any kind of cant mm-hmm. you know uh, cant orchestral stuff or anything um, I've, I've rarely been able to play my studio's album live um, you know immediately after recording them but um, because of the, the kind of live nature of the recording, it's, uh, it, it really lends itself to, to playing live. And, and, um, and now and again, we're able to do some orchestral shows. We have the scores, and whenever a 
and I'm congratulating just that we can we can do the orchestral version. We've played some small with some smaller orchestras in London and Manchester. Um and I suppose that's yeah, we have those manuscripts now and you know, if anyone's got an orchestra <laughs> call call us up, you know. We will put out the call. <laughs> is there a particular going back to Babelsberg, is there a particular favourite track on the album that you'd like us to play on the on the radio show on, on Tuesday night? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, maybe I, I haven't heard Oh Dear on the radio, I'd be intrigued to, to hear what the third track Oh Dear sounds like. Alright. Um, would you be kind enough to, to introduce it? Okay. My name is Griff and I'm going to introduce you uh, the song from the LP Bethelsberg. It's called Oh Dear. Early morning waking up in the future on computer ticket to the coffee shop Write a letter to feel better Pixelated artisans Sense of function Incompletion of my task So day to day Tooth decay will kill me off Oh dear
with with these with that song and and with the with the with the NHS song is there is it was it cathartic for you to put together those songs is it more motivated by trying to spread that message do you think of them as protest songs in that sort of classical sense I mean I don't think I'm a I'm a protest songwriter in particular uh, I, I, I write about You know, I'm I'm motivated by melody and rhythm and wordplay and mm-hmm. uh, and occasionally politics. You know, affects my daily life and and I write. You know, they'll creep into song. Um, I was sort of commissioned to write a song to celebrate uh, the 70th birthday of the NHS and. Um, you know, it's had a profound impact on on my life. Yeah. And I, it was a kind of commission request that would be impossible to sit, to turn down. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to, to kind of not uh, agree to, to kind of cel- help celebrate it would be a kind of... Um, you know, wasn't a kind of option for me. And it's been a real pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, no, thank you. Um, I want to. Uh, I want to. It, it. It means a lot to me. So, uh, Super Fairy Animals was the very first live show I ever went to in my life when I was sixteen. My dad took me. Wow. Um, so it was the wow. it would have been the Gorilla Tour at the Cambridge Corn Exchange. And um, oh, incredible! One, it was a really good first show, but I feel like I, I feel like I owe a great deal of my love of music to you and your band. So to get to talk to you is wow. like a real honour for me. So thank you so much. Ah, oh, thank you very much. Ah, oh, it's mind blowing. Thank you, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I love the Corn Exchange. Uh, And that was uh, excerpts from uh, my interview with Griffreese, whose music you heard there. Uh, The track was uh, that he picked was Odea. Uh, That is from, uh, much like the club, that is from Babelsberg. Um, How happy is uh, 16-year-old Ben right now? 16-year-old Ben is fairly, probably, probably extremely happy. I mean, and and slightly bemused that this was even a <laughs> that this was even a possibility. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Very, very glad um, of 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 the opportunity to to speak to one of my heroes. And um, I was I was uh, I was saying before you know as as you may have noticed listening, uh, the man does the man does pause um, often to. Um, slightly hilarious effect uh, and I was I was really lucky that I'd heard him speaking on the radio in the UK before I came out because I think if I hadn't known that that was his manner mm-hmm. I'd have been sort of sat there shitting myself that he was not interested or that this was all just mm-hmm. a sort of terrible promo ordeal um, but actually when you you know he's just he's just extremely thoughtful about his words mm-hmm. um, and doesn't like to 
fill the air with ums and ers. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so that was uh, that was just some excerpts of it. Um, I should I want to clarify one little thing because actually it ended up being uh, there was slightly miss almost almost a little misleading at the end there, which I didn't intend. Uh, which is that um, where we were talking about uh, protest songs, there we were having a discussion about uh, two pieces of music you wrote uh, called "I Love You" and also uh, "No Profit in Pain." Um, although Babelsberg is uh, full of. Uh, lyrics commenting on the on the state of the world um i wasn't uh i wasn't referring to odia as a protest song we were having a sort of separate discussion and you can hear all of it um on uh, bff.fm after the show um the we had about we spoke for about we spoke for about 30 minutes so there's the full the full version of the interview just just me and griff talking um we as you know in addition to uh, expanded versions of what you heard there um, also talking about some of those uh, more protest records he wrote um, discussing Brexit a bit um, some of his other a uh, bit more detail about the touring delights and uh, and so on um, I've listened to it quite a lot over the past uh, 24 hours as I've been editing and so on and um, I'm uh, I'm glad glad of it um, glad, glad, glad of it. That's not what I meant. So, I mean, and I'm, 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 I'm glad. Well. I'm glad I'm done editing it. Is what I think I mean uh, to say there. But no, I'm, uh, I'm genuinely really pleased with it. It was really, you know, it was, it was really nice to talk to him, and he's, he's very thoughtful about his craft. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned that you can win tickets. Very nearly continue the show without giving away the tickets. That could have been a fatal mistake. <laughs> so, uh, Griff is playing. Uh, he's, his uh, with his band, the, the Babelsberg Tour will be at the chapel here in san francisco uh, next tuesday that is the 23rd um i will give you permission to not listen to eclectic kettle that night if you go to this show um i'm probably going to pre-record half of the show so that i can also go to the show i haven't quite worked out the logistics of this yet but it's going to happen because you know i promised to introduce myself now um you can win tickets we have two pairs um for the chapel on October 23rd. Uh, it's extremely easy to win. Uh, hit up bff.fm slash giveaways. You'll see there's a whole grid of uh, shows that we have tickets on offer for right now. If you scroll down to uh, Griffiths, you will find that you can simply, and I will just tell you the instructions, email giveaways at bff.fm with the subject line Griff, which is spelt gruff in in your Native American. Not Native American. You know what I mean. Um, also, oh, the other thing I was going to call out, in addition to the full version of the interview, um, I did also transcribe it. Uh, we obviously were speaking. He was on his tour bus. We were on the phone. Uh, he has a quite thick Welsh accent. I do sympathise if uh, picking out some of that was... Uh, uh, harder so um there is a written version of the interview that you can also skim through if you're after his uh, best quotes there and that's that mm-hmm. um Good stuff i enjoy that i also i'm really i was it's interesting that other people hadn't been playing oh dear or that he hadn't heard oh dear because i feel like that track perhaps more than any on the album really one it, it's got it's bouncy it's energetic and it really really shows off the orchestra Mm -hmm. um in a you know sort of 
somewhat bombastic way. So um, I enjoyed playing that. Yeah, it's a good track. It's it's yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Eclectic Kettle on BFF FM, best drinks forever. Um, we should uh, probably play some more music. Mm-hmm. That seems like I think that's why we a wise thing to do. You want the Billy Martin? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, uh, we're going to hand the reins back to Johan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Martin, uh, the song is called Mice. I don't understand why
being honest Cause I don't want to make things better Thanks for nothing lost forever And even when we were together Let's be honest Swedish duo uh, called Rådjuret and uh, the song is called At Leopold's Golf. Um, that uh, was from their uh, self-titled uh, album that came out in September. Uh, and that they remind me a little bit of uh, Cassiotone for the Painfully Alone. Did you ever listen to them? Mm-hmm. 
um, which I, th I think they're San Francisco or were San Francisco based or he was. Um, and uh, yeah, they have a bit of that vibe going on. Um, before that, uh, I will butcher this name, but I, um, I apologize. Nilifer Yanya, perhaps. Um, I think Turkish name. Uh, she is a, a London-based artist. Uh, the song is called Thanks for Nothing. Um, she has, as far as I can tell, only released a couple singles, EPs, that kind of stuff. Uh, but it all sounds pretty good. Um, and before that, Billy Martin, uh, song is called Mice. Um, and uh, this is uh, where we have the competition. How old is Billy? What what year was she born? Maybe. I so I I went into a little bit of research. Oh no. Which. No, I, I was going to describe what we actually... No, no not... I didn't just Google her. Yeah. That would have, that would have made more sense, if yeah. we're honest. Uh, no, what I was thinking is that she reminds me strongly of Laura Marling. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, who yeah. is an excellent, uh, excellent artist. Um, and also just shockingly young. Mm -hmm. uh, and she started out at about 16. Mm -hmm. um, and I did look her up. Uh, and she was born in 1990, and therefore is merely 28. Wow. Uh, despite having... A gigantic discography, discography already. Right. So, given that, I'm going to assume that um, Billy here must be younger. Um, else we'd probably have heard of her already. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to go 23. Well, she's now 19. Oh. Um, Hang on. Does that... Oh, she was born in the last century then. 1999, yeah. Phew. <laughs> just, that's just barely uh she yeah. apparently is one of the uh folks that uh you know put a song on youtube uh mm -hmm. when she was i think 12 or something and then that caught on fire somehow and she released one album uh two years ago called uh, writing of blues and yellows mm -hmm. um this track is not attached to an album as far as i can tell the, the the one we just played so maybe there's another album in the works but yeah excellent beautiful voice beautiful songs mm -hmm. Um, I think we may have come to the stage where we just have to accept that there's going to be people younger than us. And uh, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna refuse. Let's stop time right here. We can do it if we really want to. Sound like Doctor Who villains. Yeah, like, I mean, maybe, that's, two, maybe two, that's how it starts. Two bitter radio DJs who can't deal with uh, the the success of subsequent generations. Yeah, it's definitely. Definitely viable Doctor Who plot, frankly. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm on board. All right. Where oh, do I sign? Good to me. You do, I mean, you do have a villainous uh, appearance. Thank you. Um, this is this is the aura that I've shaving 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 your head had to pay off eventually. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, at least outside of the DC universe. Uh, okay, you're listening to Eclectic Kettle here on BFF.FM, where um, two, one quick piece of housekeeping. Um, we mentioned um, we're giving away, sorry, it is going to be two. Uh, we mentioned we're giving away tickets for Griff Reese's show at the chapel next Tuesday. Uh, swing by BFF.FM slash giveaways to win them. Please win them, that would be great. Um, and we are also going to point out to you that BFF.FM is a community radio station here in the heart of San Francisco. So uh, if you like what we do, uh, if you enjoy what we put together, you can support this station, help pay our rent, help pay for equipment. Uh, swing by BFF.FM slash donate 
to support us. If you make a if you make a monthly donation, you can become a BFF.FM bestie. We'll send you an awesome pin badge, and your sustained support will help us plan for the future. Uh, we appreciate it very much. If you're already a bestie, you are our favourites, which is, I guess, a different status. But anyway, you're my favourite. Whatever. Thank you. Next up, uh, a track from British band Telemann. This is Cactus.
Dunes, new from Django Django. It's on their new Winter's Beach EP, um, which uh, follows up the album Marble Skies that was out early this year, if I remember rightly. Um, before that, we played Morning Velvet Sky, which is just beautiful, beautiful piece of music. That's from Gulp um, on the record All Good Wishes. Uh, and we played Cactus, which is from Telemann's fabulous Family of Aliens LP. It's um, a good track. That is that record. I've I've I found myself for some reason this year. Maybe it's the traveling I've been doing. I've had less time to sort of sit down and play albums over and over again than mm-hmm. I ordinarily like to. Uh, the Telemann has been a, a go-to, um, and it's and it's you know we're, we were on a boat on Lake Shasta and we just did something on the background, and that 
works. Um, it's like you know you can you can play it to other people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's an good. album you can take home to your friends. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, a really great record um, and always great things to pick off it. I did some very intense research just now. Went clicked through their Songkick page. Oh yeah, and they have never played in San Francisco, which is a disaster. The Los Angeles <laughs> is the closest one I've seen, and that was only one show in in however many years they've been around. That is unfortunate. Yeah. So come over. We're, yeah, we don't bite. Please come. Yes, please come play. Or um, if we do bite, we don't have rabies at least. So if if we do, it's consensual. Yeah. As 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 is the nature of things in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, you're listening to Eclectic Kettle here on BFF.FM, where we have. About 20 minutes of radio left to entertain you with mm-hmm. Mr. Oscarson. Yes. And? It's your turn. Ah. <laughs> uh, the uh, next artist is called Less Big Bird, and this song is called A Little More Numb. Question. Yeah. Because uh, I, I saw this in your playlist earlier. Yeah. Um, is this uh, a person named Les, or is mm. this French for The Big Bird? I think it's French for The Big Bird. Okay, thank you for clarifying. Uh, this is called A Little More Numb.
Right, that was Holy, uh, one of another Swedish band with the song Premonition. Uh, it shines through with a squiggly bit in the middle of the name there that we don't know how to pronounce. It doesn't uh, matter because we only actually played the Premonition part. Oh, there we go. Pew! Um, the, before that, British band uh, Ulrika Spacek, perhaps. Uh, I'm kicking myself because they played at the Parkside uh, on the 6th of October, and I just found out when I was doing research for the show, and I would have loved to see them live. Uh, that song was called Lord Luck. Um, and the first one there, Less Big Bird, A Little More Numb. Uh, that is fronted by a man called uh, Jukke Åland, another Swedish band. And he is a very productive member of society. He uh, <laughs> runs a uh, some sort of a collective record label with uh, Peter B- Bjorn and John members, Lika Lee and others, uh, as well as making music videos, including for refused back in the day um and he's a member of other bands as well including caesars uh, a band i think they had a song on some you know fifa ba- oh. game and all that stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. um and he also produces and writes songs for uh, robin uh iggy pop apparently and giorgio moroder with and i had no idea again until i researched this so i'm gonna have to look that one up i'm curious how that works yeah great but, stuff um We've come to the end of the show, so um, it is time to sign off and then hand you over to uh, the gentle hands of Mr. Christopher Wind and Horizons. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, thank you, Johan, for coming. Thank you for choosing Thanks music. For uh, thank you to Mr. Griff Rees uh, for talking to me mm-hmm. and being lovely. Um, I hope you enjoyed the interview. A reminder, if you hit up bff.fm and find the Eclectic Kettle page, you can find the full version of that interview. And hit up bff.fm slash giveaways to win tickets to his show. You should go. It's going to be great. He even said so. Um, We're going to play you out with a a new track uh, from... Well, it's a remix by Daniel Avery, who has a new album out. Um, But it's a remix of a John Hopkins track called Cosm that he did. Uh, We're going to leave you with that. Um, and I will be back in some capacity next week. Um, Thank you for listening. Good night.